Oh, hey, Kevin. How's it going? Are you ready to you ready to start the podcast? What? Do, yeah. What do you... Hold on. I just got. I'm. I'm. I'm measuring my desk. I got to figure out what size it is. Sure, that shouldn't take too yeah, long. I'll wait a second. Okay, go that way. That way, and I oh, know. What if I did it wrong? Wait, are you? Are you, are you measuring your desk a second yeah, time? No, I, I, I'm worried. I think I might have forgotten it or what it was or I, I don't know. I, I, it's not in my head anymore. I got to do it again. Okay. Okay. You get that way. You know, over there, but okay. Um, what was it? What was it again? Kevin? Shoot. Hold on. Kevin, how long have you been measuring your desk? I don't know. It's like, I, I think I get to the edge of the tape to the edge, but then I feel, I feel my finger sliding like just a little bit and I try to correct, but I'm like, by that point, okay, it's Kevin, already Kevin, off. So I need Kevin, to... give me the measuring tape. I, I'll I, measure your I, desk. I can do this. I'll measure can, your desk. I can measure a desk. Just give me the measuring tape. A full grown tape. adult. It's a, I believe you. All right, fine. You measure it. Okay, here we go. Put it across. I get that. Okay. Yep. And then I'll go like this. Get the height. And what if I messed up? Hey, hello, 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 <laughs> hello there. Welcome to third space <laughs> for a minute there i thought we were going to do a different podcast for a minute there i thought i was going to say the month we were in then i realized who cares <laughs> people who love it when we date our podcast that, that's who cares look we don't date our podcast anymore that was a bad relationship we want to keep it professional you're right you're right you, there should be a distance yes it was it was inappropriate we can all agree the yeah. the podcast has way too much power over us way too much way too much the imbalance there is just unfair on our part and a really bad communicator honestly so hot. i felt like we did all the co- all the talking hmm? yes what? yeah we talked we talked <laughs> wait what did you say nothing <laughs> it's got good curves <laughs> strong hands uh, sort of things you want from a podcast yeah Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I feel like our relationship with the podcast is different. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I spend more time with it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I got to edit it. <laughs> what do you do? Swing by an hour every two weeks. Yeah. And then you go off gallivanting on I'm, your own. I'm the party boyfriend. You're free, <laughs> free and wild. I'm here to pick up the pieces. I'm here when everything breaks down. <laughs> How are you uh, doing? I'm doing well. How are good. you? I'm doing good as I'm well. I've been freed from the yoke of Spooktober. Oh, fantastic. I'm about to be freed from my job. Uh. So, <laughs> moving on with that. Well, I mean, really, that's the natural state of our relationship. <laughs> it's true. It's very strange when I'm working. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't right. I'm like, eh, this seems weird. We have to work around some sort of schedule. No, see, I should be constantly constantly uh just (laughs) (laughs) wavering back and forth between savings and employment insurance and weird odd jobs i mean personally i hope that that doesn't last too long for you this time but also kevin you cannot deny that for many years of us knowing each other that's the way it's been no it's true it's 100 true i'm used to it i have so (laughs) done so many weird and different jobs the time I was just doing yard work. We talked about that. That was the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, doing yard work on weekends. 
That's true. You were getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I got a full time job, they kept trying to make me do yard work. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> I'm busy now. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. <laughs> I was paid for it. <laughs> And now my time is over. I have something else that pays me. Yeah. I might come back to it later, though. <laughs> <laughs> keep me, keeping my options open. You keep me in your mind. That's right, but not for right now. Not right now, your grass can deal with itself. <laughs> and then we carry on. Hey, uh, this is a podcast where we do stuff. Is it? Uh, apparently. Okay. Uh, what What do we want to do, do this week? What are you feeling? What are you feeling like? Well, Kevin... Tell me, have you ever heard of a game called Mini Motorways? To continue the bit, I'll say no. <laughs> um, well, Mini Mini Motorways is a, is a game. It's a city builder, essentially. Right. It's like right. you don't build any houses or places of business or recreation. Okay. You only build roads. Okay. Because those other things just pop up on your map. I mean, I will say most city builders I know, I mean, no, that's not true. Most city builders I play, mm-hmm. you don't build roads. That's true. Yeah. Um, I should say I do know ones like SimCity mm-hmm. or Skyline or Cities, I want to say. Is just one, I think, I think so there's one called yeah. Cities, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure them you actually build roadways. Yeah, you do. Roadways. Um, the idea of mini motorways is basically to have a casual game where you're building the infrastructure. No, so casual. Um. And uh, a lot of people find it very meditative. Okay. But what I wanted to bring up, Med- Kevin... Meditative on, like, the uh, nature of humanity? No. Okay. Just, like, personal meditation, I guess. Okay. On the nature of cars. Sure. Roads. Of roads. Why do roads go somewhere, yet never anywhere? Why does a lane never truly end? Um, <laughs> Why... <laughs> A lane doesn't end if I do not will it to end. Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was drifted through a field. Lane's still going. But anyways, what I wanted to talk about with you today on the podcast, Kevin, right? is that what if there was a world where homes and places to go appeared and it was up to us how to get to them? Guess, guess. <laughs> I do like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me mm-hmm. that this is a reality in which you are, let's just say, an ancient man. Yeah, you, we'll start at the beginning, as we always do. As you're, we do. You are an ancient proto-human. Proto-man. You are proto-man. <laughs> Fighting rock man. <laughs> uh, but you are walking around. Yeah. And then... This is where, where our first decision comes in. As you're walking around, does a nice bungalow <laughs> pop up in front of you? Like a a modern bungalow? Here's the thing. There's a, there's a couple of things that I want to stipulate. Okay. And some of them, I think, come directly from the game. And some of them are just my opinion, which feel free to dispute. Okay. Absolutely. So from the game, and I think this is important, mm-hmm. nothing ever pops up out of your camera view. Yeah, it always pops up as you're looking at it. Right. Okay. But you sort of pan out your camera during the course of the game, which means you see more space. Yeah. So I think, Kevin, things can only pop up if people are there to perceive them. I, I would agree with that because the the equivalent in the real world of the camera panning out to see more is yeah. more people exist exactly. in one area. Yeah. 
Yeah, at a certain point, you're looking in every direction. Yeah. No, 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 never know where a house is going to come out of. <laughs> right underneath me. Seek up on you. Um, yeah, so for, that's the first stipulation. Yes. You need to perceive a space for anything to pop up. Yeah. If, it, if, if a house appears in the woods, does it really appear? No. Yeah. Get that hypothetical question out of here. Get it out. We're not meditating on that. We're meditating on roads. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that in many motorways, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different cities okay. that you can choose basically to use as your sandbox. All right. And really, they're just locations with different geographical features. Okay. Um, and uh, I I like to think that that means that era and location appropriate buildings will pop up. Now, when you say now in many motorways, mm-hmm. does is there different eras? Like um, in- there are not different eras, but the reason why I bring eras into it yeah. is because all of these cities started at different times. Well, yes, but I, I think we're we're in a world where, like, for them, there's not really a concept of house design. You know what? You know what? I have I have the perfect way we can say what the house is. Okay. Because in each house in many motorways, mm-hmm. there's two cars and they both go into a garage. Okay. So every car has to have a two-car garage. Well, every house has an attached two-car garage. garage. Whatever. It even. Okay. So we are looking at a world where the first things that humans interact with are a house and a vehicle, which they don't have to invent but does exist. Yes, it does exist because the houses come with the vehicle. And it has one full tank of fuel. Yes. And then after that, that's it. That's it. That's all you got. That's all you got. Until you learn <laughs> to, like, make it? Or or does it just run? Does it just run on its own? No, I, I think... Um, or are they electric? You know what? Let's make them electric. Let's make them electric. Let's make them electric. <laughs> Which is... Which is even more hilarious. It is more hilarious. But you can charge... I, I think people will figure out how to charge an electric car quicker than they figure out how to create gasoline to fuel yes, a combustion I agree. engine. I agree. Yeah. I, otherwise, they're just going to be like, what's in the thing? And they're like, oh, it's smelly water. And they'll find some smelly water that's not gasoline <laughs> and put it in there and ruin the whole thing. But once they... Once... Like, it'll, it'll take... Don't get me wrong. It'll take a while. Yeah. You know, for a long time, they'll just be slowly rusting husks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of electric cars. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what to do with this. But then somebody plugs one into like, I don't know, a penny farthing. Yeah. Like makes a machine where they ride on a penny farthing. Yeah. Creates electrical charge. They're like, well, this isn't charging it up much at all, but it's doing something. something. Here, here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah. I am tempted to just make it so that there's the capability to charge in the house. <laughs> well, I mean, the house has a, it's got to yeah. have a plug. If this house is an electric car, they got to have a way to charge. Yeah, it. exactly. So I, I like, are people going to realize that they can charge the car in the house? I mean, that could take a while. Eventually. Eventually. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, so that does the house have all the amenities we would expect from a house. I think all the basic amenities okay. are there other than, the two-car garage with two cars in it that are both electric and the capability to charge those cars. Of course, yeah. Um, I, here's what I'm thinking that these houses have. Okay. Now, because we know it's based on many motorways, the cars are very much the focal part of it. They have to be. They have to be. The car. The cars is what this game is I all mean, about. I mean, these are cars, Kevin, that are, I guess, the shape of them. I would compare them to a four-door sedan. 
Yeah, there are a bunch of four door sedans. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what the uh, I'd say the the graphic look looks yeah. like. Yeah. Now, the houses themselves, obviously, they have some sort of generation ability. Maybe it's thermo, nu- not thermonuclear. Holy Maybe they have a thermonuclear <laughs> bomb. Them uh, was it geothermal? That's what I meant to say. Geothermal. Maybe maybe that's how it is, or maybe they are solar powered. Whatever it is, the houses have a way of creating electricity. Yes, they don't have gas, they don't have water, they nope. don't have they don't have anything that will sustain a human being. No, but these cars, these got cars it are going great. Got it covered. Cars are the dominant life form <laughs> on this planet. This planet was built for cars. We just live. There. No, no, no. The houses were built for cars. Houses <laughs> were built for cars. Remember. No roads are showing up in this world. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's the whole idea. This is a uh, symbiotic relationship. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> we get cars, and in exchange, we give cars roads. Yes. Which they enjoy. Well, let's talk about the second part of this world. Okay. And that is the places that you need to go that also pop up. <laughs> okay, what are they? Now, in many motorways... Uh, when a place like that pops up, a little pin, like in Google Maps, shows yeah. up above the thing. Yeah. Right? You go, you you connect it with the road, the car goes, grabs the pin, and comes back. So the pin is representative of something that... A, a desire. Yeah, yeah. Something that somebody needs. Something like an activity to do, whether that's a job or leisure or, you know, a grocery of some sort. Yeah. Well, we, we said that like those are what people want. People also want it. But really, it's a desire for the car. I mean, I don't know about that. Hen- well, hence the symbiotic <laughs> relationship of man and car. I mean, I don't, I don't think that... You know, I'm okay if we go there, Kevin. I don't think it's an automatic rule. I think it's something really much to consider. Because why else would these buildings appear with cars already in them? The cars want to be driven to specific buildings. Here's the thing, though. The buildings generate things based off of human desires. Uh, yeah, well, no. The not, hum- not the desire of the car from go to place to no, place. No, the car wants to go there. The human, by <laughs> by setting up the place based on the humans want, such as a grocery store or a gym or like something that a human wants, it motivates the human to take the car to that location. Okay, hold at on. Which pay, at which point, the vehicle gets the pin, it's food. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I'm okay to go with that, Kevin, but I have to give in more details that might kibosh the whole thing. I disagree that I'll do that, but you keep going. Okay, so the important thing about these buildings that mm-hmm. are generating these pins, yeah. right, is that if you leave them too long, yeah. they were overload. Now, in many motorways, yeah. that is the end of your game. Okay. But in the real world, it doesn't work that way. So instead, Tragedy. What, what, my, <laughs> what my proposal is, Kevin, yeah. is that if there's too many pins at the store, it explodes. Okay. Yeah. It bursts in flames. Yeah. Well, that's why car... Well, car. that means cars literally are going there and they're getting something from it. Yeah. There's something they are taking from that store yeah. that, they, that these car beings want. <laughs> They are want you, are you just trying to make Pixar's cars, Kevin? No, because Pixar's cars don't need humans. That's true. They, they drive themselves. Yeah. These cars are more like a uh, fungus. <laughs> <laughs> they have desires and they wish to meet those desires. Yeah. But they don't have any, they don't have much of a way of getting themselves other than very slow, like symbiotic growth. Oh, I see. And so they have 
created a situation where they can make they saw humans and they're like, I got an idea. Because I want to get over there. Okay, so my question is, as the first proto-human, yes. we know what happens. You're walking around, all of a sudden a, dub- a double garage house pops yep. up. Two-, two, car- two car garage, one and a half floors. <laughs> yeah. They're a slightly different. Maybe a bungalow, maybe a basement. Who knows, Dan? <laughs> okay. Garden so in the backyard. We, we know that that is the proto-human's perspective. Yeah. What is the car's perspective? Um, well, before because that, the car has to exist before the house. Then right? it is. It is. Well, no, the car's consciousness exists. Okay, it is as I said, a uh, fungus. So it's like an extra dimensional fungus. No, not extra dimensional. But it, you said only its consciousness. It's a ghost. Well, no, no, no. It does not. It exists, but it does not exist in the it's, form of a car in a house. Oh, okay. It has like an astral body or something. No, it's a fungus. Oh, it's just like <laughs> growing on a tree. Okay. <laughs> Like it is going like like in a layer just below the earth, like in the dirt. Okay. If you pull outside, you might find some fungus stuff there. And it covers literally the entire surface of every continent. A lot, but there's two different kinds. There's okay. two different funguses. Okay. There's the pin one, and there's the house one. Exactly. Okay. And they they do need to like meet because that is how they survive. They once again they don't have a lot of wants. These these aren't when I say a consciousness, I'm not saying that they are sentient. They're not sentient. No, they're not making plans. No, but but they because of biological imperatives yeah, yeah. know that I need to get the pin, quote they, unquote. Yeah, they have they have an operating system. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's this very like Thing, thing where it's like, oh, I got to get electrons from that thing. Like, this yeah. is the way that they... I did not expect us to create biohouses mm-hmm. and cars when I brought up mini motorways, but I'm into it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and, and at a certain point, like, now, I think the reason it does it when people see them is because there's some, like, electromagnetic presence when humans are nearby. Or maybe it's... Um... You know, maybe humans expel a certain type of gas or whatever. There's ways. I mean, we know in- we, you know, humans do, right? Well, I know, Jeremy. You know, hu- you know, you know, humans do, right? Yes, Kevin. I'm aware that humans breathe. Yeah, but so do animals. That's what I was going to. Oh, are you talking about farts, Kevin? Yes. Real mature, Kevin. Uh- Real mature. <laughs> uh- <laughs> so humans. Like and and that will co- so humans are going by. They're like, all right, boom, house, house, cars. I think I think. Wait, is the I think the I think the house. I think the fungus is psychic, Kevin. In what way? I think it can get, detect complex thought. Okay. Well, I, because I like, other, otherwise it'd be popping up when a deer's around. That's true. I like that it does not have complex thought, but it can detect complex yeah, thought. Yeah. Like, I, this entire thing is just based on the rules of this fungus. I think actually there's three. I do think houses are separate from cars. So there's three funguses? Yeah. The only reason I think that is because, once again, I think this ongoing perfect cycle of symbiosis is based on the cars. Wait. The, the cars I have, get electricity, I have the answer. I have which the allows answer. the cars. Hang on. Cars get electricity, which allows the cars to run. But then the cars go and get the pin, and the pin is actually for the house. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand what it is. Yeah. There are there are two funguses. Okay, there are only two. There's the house. Yeah. And the pin yeah. place. Right? And the yeah. cars are the spores, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. 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 So the, the this is all this weird biological setup is specifically <laughs> yeah. to, for these two funguses, which are like each other's food sources in a way, Yeah. to have this perfect cycle. And humans are just the, like, 
the, we're the, the bumblebees. Yeah, we're the nice little bumblebees. <laughs> we're the bumblebees. We're the bumblebees. Yeah. Very pleasantly. Yeah. Driving these things around. Yeah. Well, specifically to get stuff that we want. That we want. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. The pins know to set up things that humans want. Yeah. That's why, that's why the pins and the houses will change over time. Because as time goes on, there's more houses and there's more pins and human nature grows and we, because we are intelligent. Yeah. We, the, what we want. And then that's why they need to be able to detect complex thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what so like they like they like they they change on whims that these that they don't even understand yeah but like you're you're going around and all of a sudden you're like hang on that's an arcade <laughs> i do like the idea of that and i don't know what it is who dreamed of this huh okay again there all right you know, like more arcades will be popping up and none of them will require you to pay quarters yeah no no <laughs> 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 free arcades kevin it's a utopia well i mean someone's gonna come in and find a way to charge people for it are they <laughs> capitalism finds a way <laughs> <laughs> but but does capitalism happen here because capitalism is the engine of paying for products and in this world the benefit of the pin buildings is that the car arrives to take the pin it would it, it would exist if in a mo- <laughs> There would not be what you would call peaceful communism. Communism. <laughs> capitalism. Yeah. Also wouldn't be peaceful communism. Um, there would not be what you call peaceful capitalism. There would be warlords. Oh, yeah. Controlling. <laughs> controlling pin locations. Except, see, that's hard because, as we've stipulated before, if not enough people come to get the pins, then the building explodes. Well, that that is the push and pull. Yeah. They, the, you, you, as someone who does not own a pin place... But these warlords do know that they do. Ha- they do have to. Yeah. Let some cars through. Yeah. No matter they what. Do. So, like, do you hold off and be like, "I'm not paying you money, whatever our money is." Yeah. I'm not paying you biscuits. <laughs> I'm not giving you any biscuits. I will n- forsake our trade. <laughs> but you let me in there, so that I can, I guess, get not biscuits. <laughs> so I can get that great garlic bread. I want to get that garlic bread from the Olive Garden. I want. The garlic knot bread. You give me the garlic knot bread. And your building will not blow up. (laughs) And they're like, I don't think it's going to blow up soon. Because they don't know how many pins are in there. (laughs) It's a bluffing game. Yeah, well, it's... (laughs) I don't need a garlic knot bread. My building's not going to blow up anytime soon. Okay. Then I guess guess we're good. Then I guess guess Gary will get garlic knot bread when he comes by. (laughs) No, I'm not going to let him in either. I I think it's fine. I think you need to pay me money. No, it's not going to happen. Oh, well, that's too bad. Those buildings are God's given gift to us. <laughs> you can't deny that there will be people who will <laughs> warlord themselves up a couple buildings. No, they definitely will try to do that, yes. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is is that that's actively detrimental to the fungus system. So, <laughs> But the, the problem is the fungus is not aware no, of it's, that. No, it's not aware of that, but I think... One, that's going to cause a bunch of fungus buildings to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, if everything is... That only works if it spreads everywhere. Okay. Right? Like, as long as there are buildings without warlords... Well, I mean, the the thing there, you have to wonder, is that if you put all that effort... Because, yeah, you don't have to build a house. Yeah. True. Yeah. But there's a lot of other stuff that the house needs other than just, uh, like, whatever electricity powers the cars. And so if you spent time being like, well, you know, I set up I mean, water 
to all those things? Do you leave yeah. your house just because a local warlord came in, took over the, you know, the supermart, and won't let you get Dunkaroos? God damn Dunkaroos. My God damn it. Because <laughs> you, here's the thing. You can't take the cars with you. You have to walk. No, no, no. You can take the cars with you. Wait, what? But... They're yeah. going to run out of power eventually. Right? You can drive something until it's out of gas. I mean, that's true. The reason why I say you can't take the cars with you is because if you find a house, they can only hold two cars. They can only hold two. So unless if you're lucky enough and you find a house or someone else with the exact same thing you did, yeah. then, you can put that, then you can put it in there. Though I do think there is a chance of biological rejection. <laughs> for it's, the cars in the house. It's houses. weird. Like They're like, this isn't the spore for this house. Yeah. This isn't supposed to be here. And a lot. Kevin, maybe that's maybe that's how you crossbreed in this world. And sometimes, yeah, 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 that's how you get a duplex. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this car came from a house with a basement. That car came from a house with two floors. <laughs> so now I got a mansion. Move <laughs> at me. No, it's a walkout. That's a walkout. It's a walkout. Yeah. <laughs> Mansion's a bit of a leap there. I. <laughs> No, that's, you know, I mean, you could eventually. The, the thing is, Kevin, is like, I'm not disputing that people would try to do that. Yeah. But I think if you try to take the basic necessities of life yeah. away from people, yeah. they revolt. I, I know we have a long history of that happening. Yeah. But we also have a long history of people taking the basic necessities <laughs> yeah, of right. life you're and right. withholding it from people. You're right. Fine. We could have had a utopia. Instead, we just have a regular world with stupid conflict, Kevin. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> this is your fault. I'm... I, I, we, you, the arbiter of all human history. We have to combine... The generator of conflict. <laughs> Kevin S. Weir. We have to... We, we have to look at the way that this world works and the way that we have seen humans work in the past. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's the... For everyone asking what the S stands for, it stands for Shelby. Kevin Shelby Weir. Of course. <laughs> I'm not saying that is the end of this world. It'll never progress beyond that. We've progressed beyond a monarchy to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still there. It's still... But we basically <laughs> ignore it's it. It's still there, and we give it lip what? service, what? varying amounts. What? Kevin, what happens yeah. if, like, Parliament goes the way of the monarchy, but the monarchy still exists. So they're like, oh, yeah, there's the monarchy. You know, that's the Queen of England. She's technically our queen, too. Oh, and that's the prime minister of Canada. He's technically, like, part of the government, but it doesn't really do anything. <laughs> we just keep getting layers down yeah, of yeah. figureheads. Not like the exarch of Canada. Uh, <laughs> no, you see, you have the you have the prime minister, and the prime minister's actual job is just to be the, the person here for the governor general, whose actual job is just to be the person here for the, <laughs> the crown. Queen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have to listen to those, uh, those two, but we do keep them around, and they do technically have veto power. And sometimes they go on parades, and people seem to like it. <laughs> and people are really excited when it's like, hey, female governor general. It's like, hey, cool. So what? Great. Oh. They write reports, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian-focused content. <laughs> Call us, CBC. Come on. We count. <laughs> we count so much. <laughs> That's the reason people know who Nickelback are. <laughs> and Marianne is trench, but one of them is better than the other. Mm, Nickelback, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, why not? Everybody Come loves at me. Everyone loves Nickelback. Yeah, man. everyone loves Nickelback way more than good, bad, Mariana's trench. I mean, they do five-part harmonies. Who wants that? <laughs> 
They're named after a trench or a sauce. <laughs> or a saucy trench. Or a saucy trench. <laughs> Welcome to the Marianas Trench. It's so saucy. I feel like Saucy Trench would be the name of your debut album. Saucy Trench is the name of my stripper persona. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thank see, you for getting it right. <laughs> I see you do ass based stripping. <laughs> ass based stripping. Uh, no, I'm fully yeah, I'm fully clothed, and I only take off chaps. I'm still clothed everywhere else. Clothed like no, you only see the ass. You only see my trench. <laughs> God, I Saucy. hope your parents. I hope your parents get that soundbite. <laughs> they don't listen to the podcast. My sister does. Yeah, well, and my roommate does sometimes with her baby. I mean, this is important information for a baby. Baby needs to know. <laughs> baby needs to know the way the world works. <laughs> it's, it's cruel and it's sometimes saucy. <laughs> Do you want to take a do you want to take a moment to recover maybe <laughs> yeah, from okay, this? Okay. All right, let's head off the commercial and just try to bring ourselves back. Sure. This week's episode of the Third Space is brought to you by Wafers. Hey there. Do you like wafers? Yeah, we we got some wafers for you. How about thick wafers? Yeah, you you put some food on it, use it as a serving tray. Wafers so thick, you can't even get them in your mouth. Uh, yeah, you, you brush your teeth with the wafers. You're going to break your jaw on this wafer. Y- yeah, so hard. Wafers uh, so hard, you could build a building with it. Oh, there's a pillowy wafer that you can sit on. Uh, a, a, a couch? A couch wafer. So come and get your wafers from the wafer boys. That's that's us with lots of wafers. Okay, yeah these these wafers are going to cease being a problem very yeah. soon. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're we're gonna get rid of all these wafers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, fungus. Yes. People. Spores. Spores. Exploding buildings. Exploding buildings. Warlords. Yes. Yeah. Uh, monarchies. Monarchies. Parliamentaries. Yeah. Parliamentaries. We got it all. We Exarchies. got it all here. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Let, getting let's it. get it together. Let's divide this world, Kevin, into what eras we think it's going to have. Well, there's the era before we know how those cars work. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of time we're just like, oh, that, cool. That's the Stone Age. That's the Stone Age. Yeah. Uh, where a lot of cars were driven off. Left to rust and decay in a field. Yeah. And then eventually, eventually, and it takes longer than you would like, like a new car will appear. Yeah. But it takes way too long. Way too long. Way too long to be feasible. Most people in that era will just keep the cars there for like emergency escape in case their house is in the way of like a buffalo herd or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the buffalo goes clean through the walls. <laughs> Not super strong. No. It's a fungus house. The garage is surprisingly strong yeah 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 it was all very focused on the garage uh though when you look inside <laughs> it's a sleek and modern home which is very odd i mean it's not a modern home because we said specifically it only has stuff to make the cars work well it has the rooms 
I would said design wise is a modern home. It's got marble countertops, yeah, marble okay. yeah, fungus yeah, yeah. camper count, <laughs> yeah. count mar- marble in quotation <laughs> marks. It's a lot more likely to be marble than it is to be wood, considering how it kind of comes out of the ground. That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, what I'm thinking is that the big switch comes. I don't think it's when people figure out you can plug the cars in. Because I feel like because we don't the houses do it, yeah, that's not like... No, I I think the biggest switch, Kevin, comes when people, when people start clearing pathways for the cars. Once the roads start being able to be built. Yeah, and I mean, it's not going to be paved. No. But you can clear a road. And I don't know if you've ever driven a four-door sedan down a, <laughs> a bumpy country road. Not that comfortable. Not great. No. Not great. You're going to have to deal with that. Fortunately, because it is, once again, a fungus car, if you break it, it will fix itself. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. You can, I mean, I guess there's probably some form of spore mechanics who could, like, fix it faster, but they might just be like, eh. I mean, I, I feel like, first thing, yeah. like, you know what, first first jump in era yeah. is when people start understanding how the fungus works. Yeah, I mean, we... And, and I'm not talking about, like, realizing that it reads your complex surface thoughts and, like, gener- helps generate desires and stuff. No, I'm not sure if we ever get that far until, like, deep in, like, now. Like, how right now we're, like, mapping the human genome finally. Yeah. And, like, there's a, there's a lot of... I don't know if you've ever looked at, like, scientific leaps in the past, like, year or six months. It's more than you think there were. Like, you, there's things you think that we figured out... We didn't. <laughs> we just figured we're, it out. We just sort of declared we figured it out, and we're like, yeah, now we have that's like, a, we've got like a decade to figure this out for sure. That's what happened with figuring out like the human genome. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we got it. Yeah, and we did it. They're like, actually, now we fully got it. Yeah. Did it. Now we did it Even for Even now, real. I don't think they fully Wait, got didn't, it. Didn't you say that you did that? No, we was just starting. <laughs> you ever tell someone that, no, no, I'm done. I'll give it to you tomorrow. Well, then that night... You're staying up to 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, that's human science. <laughs> <laughs> they learned it in university, and they just never stopped. Perfect. Perfect way of doing things. Nothing ever goes wrong there. Nothing ever goes wrong. Nothing ever happens. Because uh, that's got to be the first thing, right? Because then you start realizing what they need. Because you got to think that like, once people realize they can leave, live in these things yeah. safely, like it becomes worth investing in. Yeah. It becomes worth learning about. Well, it becomes worth worth creating a house into a home. <laughs> oh, oh what a what a lovely sentiment, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, uh before that, like I think it I, I don't know how much we hit nomadic era eras. I guess if you were I, I mean Here's the thing, Kevin. Okay, Until here, people figure out how like the cars work and yeah. how to charge them, there's a lot of exploding that's buildings. What, yeah, that's what that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Like, I, I, does anything ever happen to the houses in the game? No. Nah. Okay. So technically, the um the house fungi are stable. Yeah, the, stable. They're, they're stable, and nothing bad happens if the cars don't move for a long time. Yeah. So so the houses are stable, but what they want, of course, is the energy from the 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 pins yeah which will allow them to actually keep fueling the cars yeah it's when you really break it down it's a it's a cycle that means nothing it's like the water cycle yeah which of course means a lot of things but like it just it goes in a perfect cycle yeah it goes in a certain direction and there's not an end point 
Yeah, it's like, like what is the, like what one is thing a, feeds into another? Yeah, forever. It, they they send the spores. You'll get the pins, which bring it back to the house, which allows them to power the cars. The cars, the cars can go to the pins, allow them to go back and power the house. Get the yeah, power, blah, 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 blah. and if the cars never leave, they just sit there with that energy. Yeah, in them. it doesn't yeah. go away. I mean, there's probably a half life to it. Like it'll go away in billions of years. Like, well, if you never if you never unplug a car from a house and let it sit there. In 1.5 million years, it will eventually decay. And people are like, I don't care. Who gives a shit about that? That's ah, for the future to worry about. This is America. <laughs> I'll make all of my car sit wherever I want my car to sit. I, I fuse these two cars together <laughs> to make a bigger car because I like my car being bigger than everyone else's. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, before they are figuring out... <laughs> That these cars need to go to those places. Yeah. Lots of lots of fires. Lots of exploding. Lots buildings. of fires. Yeah. But then eventually you'll get some sort of scientific method where somebody will be like, hey, I notice when I take this car to this place, it doesn't explode. Well, here's here's and the thing. And then people are like, you're insane. And they put him in an insane asylum, like the guy who figured out to wash your hands. <laughs> or Galileo. What if we um, washed our hands before we touched the babies? Um, get in jail. Get get in the jail. Um, I think, Kevin, that the, the, the cycle can work mm. because I think if a person enters a building, because yeah. you're not driving the car into the building. No. Right. You, if a person enters a building, I think a pin attaches to them. So I think walking can help make it stable. But I also said the longer the building is around, the more pins it generates. The thing, the the reason that so I, I think these buildings all have a life cycle. The reason that, like, I mean, yeah, because eventually you empty out all the stuff in them, and then yeah. the building must go. Or it keeps making it keeps making pins, but there's no reason for people to go there anymore. Yeah. Is the thing. And they're yeah. like, well, this place is going to burn down. Yep. This place is going to explode. It's going to happen. There's nothing we can do about it. The, the. I do think that takes like a decade, though. I The thing is, like, I know you said the people just walk in, but I don't think the pin is necessarily the building. I think it's the parking lot. Oh, the, okay. The building is just like the petals on a flower. Okay. Which yeah, lures gotcha. things in because. And the sweet, juicy stamen is the parking lot. <laughs> Say that one more time. The sweet, juicy stamen. Okay, just want to make sure. Uh, it's the parking lot. It's the parking lot. <laughs> uh, that's where the cars like actually go. Actually, like get the yeah. The, maybe a person walking by will get a little bit on them, mm -hmm. like how when you brush past, you know, a tree it gets sap on you. Yeah. Uh, which means if they go back to the house, mm -hmm. and then they, I think they have to sleep in the house. They, Cause, yeah. Because like we're we're, we're taking. But this why wouldn't you sleep in the house? Right. It's it's a, it's a roof over your head. It's it's safe shelter, and it's way better than what you would get in the beginning of time, which is a cave or under a tree. And it's got a sweet carpeting, and it's got insulation. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And a wolf isn't going to come to the cave and eat you. This <laughs> chick is going to shut the door and lock it. Yeah. Yeah. Get a <laughs> lock on the door. <laughs> yeah. We hu humans. I, I would like to think, but once again, we've seen that people will constantly take basic human necessities and monetize them to a point where people can't just can't afford them. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's your fault. You think that if houses existed since the beginning of our existence, we'd be like, yeah, that's the thing everyone gets. Well, here, here's the thing, Kevin. I think 
the warlord behavior that you're describing. Yeah. And I do think it would come up because people are, are greedy and yeah. selfish. But I think a lot of it spawns from scarcity. Well, So I do think everybody will probably have a home hmm. because it's not going to be scarce. Well, what I was thinking is that the warlord behavior would be very um, pin-focused. Yeah. Like, it would be very much focused around the locations people go. because Especially how- for things of leisure. Yeah. Well, I mean, or yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, houses will be so, like, plentiful mm-hmm. and just popping up all over the place. And they don't, like, decay in, like, the way that we imagine yeah. houses decaying in. <laughs> they can be they can be ill-kept, and you can damage your house. Like, it's an organism. Yeah, it can burn down. Yeah, well, not going to burn down if you, I think if you put too much holes in the walls. Yeah. It'll be like, this ain't good. I, I mean, fungus is real resilient. It is really resilient. Yeah. I, I like, obvi- like, if you I try- say fungus, I don't think, I, and, and I'll keep saying fungus, of course. But, like, I don't think when we look at this, it's not like a mitocilia. Like, we're no, no, the- no. It looks like a house. Yeah. No, no. I, <laughs> I, meant, I meant that if you looked at the, you know, the kingdom, like, animalia and all those things, I don't think it, it rests in a known kingdom we have in our world no it's some sort of it's in some, between it, yeah it's a separate it's a separate thing yeah. it's a separate you can't map it to one of our taxonomies yeah what, one thing i do think is really interesting about the organisms we set up as the house and the pin yeah. buildings is that they're kind of a litmus test for intelligent thought okay right like you can be like, are dolphins intelligent? Bring it there. And like all of a sudden, like fresh tuna shark starts showing up in one of the pin buildings and be like, I think this dolphin has intelligent thought. It yep. wants tuna. Yeah. Why are there a bunch of pictures of female <laughs> dolphins? How do I know what female dolphins look like? Oh, my God, I'm a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. What a twist. I am a dolphin. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, that's a fun test. You can. You can play on things where, like, when is this thing becoming sentient or sapient? I always confuse sentient and sapient. Uh, most things, most animals are sentient. Yeah. Pretty much only humans are sapient. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Is this sapient homo sapiens? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I got it. You got there. I got it. I just, I just don't know people, a lot of people confuse those, yeah. including me. Including everybody. But now I will never do it again, right? Nope. Cool. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about something that we are sort of bringing up, which is, I think, a maybe the next stage in human progress. Sure. Which is, once we get a real understanding of these funguses, of these fungi. Yeah. And we look at them. When once we got, become fungus mancers. Once, once we become the, the mancers of fungus, <laughs> we look at them and we think, what if I start doing weird stuff to them? And that's how you get hummers. <laughs> And that's how you get skyscrapers. Here's the thing: I don't think you. I don't. I don't think that level of change is the next step. I don't think we go from no, like. I don't think it's the next step. I to think, like, I think it is a step. Yeah, so, yeah. Like we're humans. Do you think there's a step? The between... only thing consistent throughout all of human history is we modify our habitat to suit our suit our needs and wants and desires. Yeah, we'll GMO the fuck out of our houses. We will absolutely GMO the fuck out of our houses. Um, what? And, like, some people are going to be like, let's cut down this tree and add an extra room to our house. And they'll take out a wall, and then their house will die. Um, 
what do you think there is a uh, a, a clear step between we learn how to build roads and start messing around with the uh, the fungi? I, I think I think there is a clear I think, step. I think there's mini steps. I don't know if there's a big one. I think there one. is a clear step, Kevin. What's the big one? Flight. Okay. Because I think flight is less complicated than starting to like genetically engineer fungus. Okay, but how does that fundamentally change our relationship to these pins? Are in these I pins don't think it does, but I think you know we're it's still humans. You don't yeah. take away the desire to explore. I was basically just really focused on our relationship to these fungi. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But we, we have all the same steps we do in our world. Right. There's, there's an industrial That's revolution. I, but I, I think a... I think flight would change things, Kevin, because then you know you start having the ability to experiment with funguses from different continents and that sort of thing. Right. Like we've already talked about how like this one has a basement, this one has a second yeah. floor, put them together and you might get a walkout. That's what I was talking about with, the, with that. But that's the, that's the, um, the modding one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that would happen because like people were making custom tulips like way, way back. Well, I mean, that's how bananas exist in the way that they currently exist. Yeah. Yeah. That's how corn exists. Yeah. 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 Exists. That, that sort of thing would happen a lot, but I don't think like the, deliberate extreme experimentation that like well, we think about to get later. Like, yeah. That, that, that doesn't happen until after flight. Yeah. No, I agree. I just didn't think that flight had a lot of impact when you consider just like the way thing, like, of course it has impact, but, but I'm also not considering the industrial revolution. I'm not considering. Well, we don't have the same. <laughs> I mean, no industrial revolution. Why would that happen? I, I have a weird, well, not a weird question, but we'll get back to the whole GMO thing. Mm-hmm. But, do people work in the same way that we conceive working? Like I, like you'd have to farm. Yeah, if you still need food, but food but, shows but up there in is the building. Food showing up in building. The th- the thing I think is the main thing that is not being provided by the pins. Yeah, are some of the less tangible human needs. Like humans need to be productive. If a human is not productive, right? And I'm not talking work. Yeah. Right. If a human does not use their time to do things that they are invested in, yeah, humans literally die. Yeah, it's a need. I mean, right. And also, like, yes, you can go to a place to get something that you need or desire, but if what you desire is a real human connection, also another human need, then you can't get it from there. So I think the people's time becomes more geared towards that thing. So I think people work. Right. And yeah. there are jobs for that because there's a need for it and you could be good or bad at it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what people occupy their time with. Well, I mean, because we talk about in other worlds that enter this weird stage of where like the things that we rely on a lot or not rely on that we uh, focus on a lot in our world don't exist anymore. It's so like, yeah, of course, art and this blah, 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 those things like that. Um, but we've mentioned that these places with their pins on them can run out of food. Yeah. Like they are an area that and they're just making like let's be clear mostly mushrooms <laughs> mushrooms in the different shapes mushrooms in different shapes mushrooms different shapes and flavors so i i think the thing is that unless if they get really good at their nutrients start changing yeah like that we get from it and maybe hey maybe pin mushrooms are very nutrient heavy we get a lot like they all they're like a soylent type thing where it's like everything you need is in this mushroom i think they i think with our concept yeah. coming from inner mini motorways, they kind of have to be. Okay. Yeah. But then you'd hit the point where people will be like, 
I don't want to eat this fucking mushroom anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to eat this mushroom. And the, I want to eat that bird. And here's ah! the, <laughs> because we know that these blaze these these mushrooms aren't sapient. Mm-hmm. They're not going to react to that. No. They're going to be like, oh no, you're still eating the stuff I want though. Yeah. So humans still have to like build a restaurant. Yeah. Like out of wood and yeah. stone and hope that a fungus doesn't pop up underneath it. <laughs> The funguses seem aware enough not to destroy something above it. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. They they can detect complex thought and base their actions off of it, even <laughs> if they are not complex themselves. Well, I mean, just a <laughs> just a mushroom itself. I guess mushrooms don't explode out of places. Yeah. They're not usually that fast. No. So never mind. Uh, but, I mean, there's also, like, you know, you'll make food at home. You'll... Because they're grocery stores. It's all... It's all mushrooms. All mushrooms. But you but can they still do hunt. have different shapes and flavors. And you can hunt animals and you could be yep. like almost everything is mu- Oh, people <laughs> are people are immediately putting spears on their cars. This and is- like <laughs> like they're not riding horses. Why would you ride a horse? You've got a goddamn car. No, no, no. There's, there's none of that. Uh <laughs> sorry, just imagine the jousting outside of cars. <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> Fair lady, give me your hand and get in my whip. I dedicate this joust to the Exarch of Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, now picturing a cowboy just in a car, one arm hanging out, just ranching some cattle. Yeah, absolutely. Like, get on. People would use the cars for multiple things, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as time goes on, they'd have to going back to GMOs, be like, all right, we have been able to... And this is also crossbreeding. It's not just GMOs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Though the thing with cars is that they're very much usually just a four-door sedan. Yeah. You have to do some... You have to get into them to change things. Like, hey, this one is good for off-road. We made a Jeep. You guys, we finally made a tricycle. (laughs) We managed to get one to come out with only three wheels. Question. Yeah. Why? Because we want motorcycles. Okay, so <laughs> this is an important step towards motorcycles. Oh, God, be like, I have a concept. You know the thing that we go around in? What if, what if we took that thing, we only took half of it, then squish it down a little bit, then take the top off? I call it a two-cycle. <laughs> I call it a two-wheeler. I call it a two-wheeler. I call it a half-spore. And I think I, call I it would a crotch look- <laughs> rocket. Wait, why is that one the same? <laughs> <laughs> and I think I would look really cool on one. I could wear a leather jacket. I could wear a mushroom jacket <laughs> that I got from the store. <laughs> it looks like leather. It is a mushroom. I could eat it. <laughs> this is why. No, no. <laughs> I think I I believe that the pin ones can create such weird complex structures yeah where when you look at them you're like like in deep you're like yeah no this is fun this coat you are wearing is at is at a molecular level the same thing as this apple (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) this mushroom apple yeah they are molecularly the same but but only one of them is edible <laughs> no, no, the I other think, one is I think, fashionable. I think, yeah, I think both of them are edible. I just think one is a lot harder I mean, to eat. I mean, Jeremy, I would say a leather a leather jacket is edible. You know what else I love about these pin stores, Kevin? Yeah. Is that they're based off of our wants and desires and our needs. Yeah. 
And so like, there's going to be wild shit in there because some like, do you think they can't pick up on dreams? Yes, they can absolutely pick up on dreams and they'll be like, okay, like, why is there this three piece bodysuit in like crazy neon colors that flashes? Why is that here? The thing about that is that I dreamt about that on Tuesday. No, here's the thing. I think enough people have to dream about. Like, I don't think one person can ch- can make a. Oh, so it's got to be like a group desire. Yeah, a group desire, which could be that. At which point they're like, "What? Who's who? Man, who's the? I'll take it. <laughs> that was me and my brother, and my brother, and my brother, and my brother. Shut up! I saw it first. <laughs> I get it. You'll take it from our cold, dead legs. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> it's us, the Shandy family. You come in. Warlords of this store. <laughs> come at me. I'll shove a mushroom up your ass. And not the kind that you like. <laughs> <laughs> They're bloodthirsty. The Shandy family always gets what they want. <laughs> The Shandies send their regards. You tell your mother that the Shandies are watching. (laughs) The Shandies will accept your trade if you are betrothed to our youngest. Hello. Hello, I'm Albert Shandy. I'm not popular. idea someone just be like i'm not popular <laughs> among the shandies this month the shandies are gonna come back Kevin. i'm telling you right now <laughs> this this concept is too beloved instantly in my heart for me to not bring it up again so fast so fast <laughs> uh <laughs> god so the shandies have decided to let this store explode um, I think one of the one of the uh, modifications people would do is they try to get a place to make. If you if you careful about this, but if there's anything we know about science, you're not always careful. No, it's all about it's all about pushing boundaries. Yeah, it's all they, about can I do this, not should I do this. Well, because if as you said, they make more and more pins. Now that yeah. at a certain point will might become unfeasible, especially mm-hmm. for like hey. We've calculated the amount of pins this place makes versus the population growth in this area, and it's going to go on fire. Yeah, it's going to go. So that they might try to get in there and be like, we can potentially introduce a protein that will like slow the rate of pins. Yeah, but if you sign me too much, those pins are required to make cars go. Yep. So you have to be careful there. You, if you sign me it too much, then all of a sudden you got yourself a sluggish grocery store. You know what is a really... You're walking up to the front doors and they won't even open. Oh, they're moving in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. okay, okay, you know what's a really interesting sort of side effect to the system? What? Is that because the pins are keyed to cars, Yes. it kind of sets up, even if you're a single person, Yeah. right? Even if you're like, I'm going to go live in my own house. Yeah. You kind of need a certain amount of people. Like, you need at least two because the pins <laughs> and the cars match. Yeah. Like, like it's it's unfeasible to live. I think there's a lot of arranged, not necessarily marriage, or maybe that's what marriage is in this world. There's a lot of arranged we live together. moving in together, right, to, to make sure that, like, that building's not going to... Because once people understand that leaving one of those pin buildings alone yeah. causes it to 
explode, in yep. which case it's violent and there's a loss of resources. Um, people will take steps to make sure that that doesn't happen as often as possible. Well, hopefully they will. If there's anything I've learned from the past year and a half telling people, hey, this building's going to explode, please go to it more. People will be like, you can't tell me what to do. Where are the shandies? And we go to only shandy buildings. <laughs> What what is a shandy building? Shandy buildings are buildings where there's shandies. We don't go to any new buildings. But but if you go to the building, a shandy will be there. The shandocracy has spoken. There, how many of them? There, there's <laughs> more than you, I, the, you than I thought there was. We are a growing family. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get behind me? <laughs> Have you met my youngest, Albert? Oh, get, get up, Hi, I'm Albert Shandy. I'm not popular. I know. I've heard. <laughs> Will you be my housemate? God, no. <laughs> You're not popular. I'm very popular. I'm the mayor, I think. <laughs> the Shandies will wet the mayor. <laughs> Wait, what? All of us. Huh? <laughs> I don't want this at all. Except for Jacob Shandy. He's strangely attractive. Hi, I'm Jacob Shandy, and I'm fine as hell. <laughs> yeah, damn he is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see them, but they're all very different. <laughs> they are very, very different. The only different. thing sa- the same about all of them is their voice. Yes, that is a genetic trait <laughs> that is unbeatable. That is why you can tell it's a shandy. <laughs> <laughs> when when you marry in, you're you're forced to drink. 50 glasses of peach prosecco, <laughs> and that's what your voice comes out as. <laughs> Why? And, and why is it peach prosecco? Because that's what I all want and desire. <laughs> they're the, they're, they're the first... Shandies are the perfect symbiosis of the fungus and people. <laughs> and we do not know. Not yet. <laughs> but one day we shall. Uh, is there anything else we need to say? About this world? I just, I think there's a lot less conflict in this world, honestly. Like, I'm not saying there's none. Yeah. I, I, I the, there is, because a lot like, obviously of obviously basic... there's, there's, like, going to be religious wars. But, yeah. We, I mean, yeah. we didn't even touch on, like, there's probably some religions around. And, you know, people have secret desires to do harm to other people. Yeah. Sometimes not so secret. <laughs> so, so you think gun stores start popping up? Weapons. Yeah. I think it's hard to conceptualize of a gun. Yeah. But it's easy to conceptualize of a club and a sword. Well, I mean, if the, okay. So very quickly. And a flail. The thing that I'm getting from sweet mini- ass from, nunchucks. From mini motorways. That you the nunchucks with- are the family crest of the Shandy family. <laughs> yep. Uh, Being wielded by a platypus. Yep. 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 Smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, is that a cigar? No. It's a nunchucker. Nunchucker. <laughs> it's a nunchuck you can smoke. <laughs> it's a nunchuck you can smoke. Um, Each section has a different flavor. Now, you and afterwards you can tie the keep... chain around your neck for some sweet bling <laughs> and some sweet autoerotic asphyxiation. That's what Jacob's into. <laughs> and he's fine as hell. <laughs> I'm certain. I am certain. I was going to say something. The Shandies are very open-minded about they, sex. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and open-mouthed about it. I I was certain there is something I was going to say before you go on your Shandy <laughs> thing. Uh, something about, oh, 
God, no. Oh, God. Right. No, the you're, you're talking about mini motorways. Like, these things are just popping up, like, randomly. Like, not randomly, but, like... Within perception. No, no. I mean, their contents are not thing... Like, when you look at them, they're in a field and the contents pop up. Yeah. Now... They're kind of based on what people want, but it does seem like the pin-based ones have a concept for how the world should look like. And I yeah. almost like they're pulling it from, like, our concept of our us being in this world's concept yeah. of a world. Yeah. So something might pop up and people will be like, what the hell's a radio shack? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll go here's there the th- and... Here's the thing. I don't think any of these places have names. Well, Human- no. Humans would give them names, yeah. right? But, like, a, a place that pops up that... A, ro- a Rodeo Shay. <laughs> a Rodeo Shay. You know how to pronounce words that clearly says Radio Shack. Yeah, I can't tell if that part of the fungus building is an accent over the A or not. <laughs> oh, hey, Radio Shack, where'd it go? <laughs> all right. Weird. Um, but I do think it's important to say I do not think the pin buildings all look like regular buildings. Like the houses all look like regular modern yeah. houses. Okay. The pin buildings could be some fantasy ass bullshit. <laughs> like that. Okay. Yeah. Be- because they're based off of like wants and desires. I, I like the idea that the that the pin buildings, like we said, the houses are kind of honestly very m- like monotonous with yeah. what they're look like. Like there's some different basic looks, but they all look probably honestly very western yeah doesn't matter where you are in the I, world i think you could get some european like block housing but yeah you know. yeah but i mean i'm just imagining what this game's probably popping out i imagine that's probably what's popping out mm-hmm. um versus uh i think the uh the pins which could be from any era any place any land future or past yep yeah <laughs> you get you get a dirt hut apothecary yeah and you're like Cool, I don't want any of this stuff. And then it explodes into flames and it learns, that's not what I should be. Yeah. 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 Nobody came here. Yeah. You could have a hoverboard shop. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, man, getting a lot of pins here. Yeah. But then the pro- here's the problem, though. If you're too good, everyone comes in, gets all the stuff, and then you're collecting pins, but no one wants to go there anymore because you're empty. You were too specific. Too Yeah. You were too good. All these, All of these pin places are searching just that middle line of where it's like yeah i guess i'll go there yeah they're all sort of aiming to be walmart (laughs) and with that dystopic thought we'll move on to our business yeah if you enjoyed this episode please leave a rating or review wherever you're listening to us you can also get at us yeah on social media yeah i don't know why i paused it for a second i thought you'd talk for longer (laughs) Get on social media. I'm S. John Man K. Weir on Twitter. I'm, I'm at Mighty Thews on Twitter. And together we're Third Space Cast on Twitter. Twitter. You can email us at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And Kevin, where can they find your books? You know, my books at kevinweirdbooks.com. Uh, it's NaNoWriMo this month, the month of November, which means I am going to be attempting to write 50,000 words throughout this month. Uh, currently, we're only a couple days in, and I'm doing okay, <laughs> which means I have made my word count for these couple of days. There you go. We'll see where that la- that lands us well, when this podcast goes up in weeks. Yeah, in a, in a while. In a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because we're recording early. Recording early. Well, you can always use the shandies, Kevin. You can always use 
the Shandies, but I I fear that if I do that, they will somehow manifest, and I do not want that to happen. <laughs> uh, our theme song, though, is Barag Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where we put the red back into ridiculous. That's not how you spell ridiculous. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>